Thanks for joining us. We are back. We took a little break from the show. We started recording episodes last year and really stopped, but uh, we had a lot going on. But we're going back to the show, starting with this episode. Hopefully, we will do this very regularly. And this is a show where I want to be interactive, love to have guests on, and really just want to focus on becoming a mobile home park investor. And that's what I'm doing. I'm in the process of becoming a better mobile home park investor. And hopefully this show will help you or those who are also in the same boat. So if you go back and listen to some of these shows, we've talked about strategy, what to do when you're first getting started. And um, I think what we're going to do is lay out a plan to talk about really A to Z, kind of getting started, what to do when you first get started, where you go from there. And uh, this show is unlike some of the other shows on mobile home parks. We're not going to be scripted. We're just going to kind of go off the cuff. We'll have a plan, but really I want to focus on short, actionable ways to help you if you're a, a, you know, an investor that's out there looking to buy mobile home parks. Um, a lot of what you see out there is not necessarily true. I would argue that most of what you're going to do in t- way of, of learning mobile home parks is going to be on the job. And so first and foremost, take as much of this stuff as you can. And at a certain point, you just have to apply it. So I have another podcast called Real Estate Deal Flow in that we just recorded a show called Investor Psychology. And I think it starts with that. I mean, I think that most people are looking for the answer in uh, education or books or podcasts or um Uh, forums, online forums, anything that they can find information on. And really the answer is not there. I mean, you're going to get a lot of education. You're going to put yourself in a position to be a good investor, but the answer lies in doing. And so I would argue that you can educate yourself into a point, but at some point you just got to go for it. And so hopefully listening to these shows that I put out will help you do that. I'm a big fan of getting a mentor. I think it's a ton of value in that. And uh, frankly, I don't think there's enough mentors in mobile home park space, if if any, really. Um, you know, there's some education courses and things like that, but true mentors are, are harder to come by, at least in this space. I know in multifamily, there's much more, um, there's many more people doing it. So starting off the show, uh, you can email me at TysonCrossRE at gmail.com. Feel free to hit me up on Twitter, TyCross81. Or go to my blog, Tyson D, as in davidcross.com. But uh, on this show, we have a park and contract. It's our second park that we're buying, and it's in the state that we live in. Our first park is out of the state that we live in. So this one's going to be a little different for us. A lot different rules on the landlord-tenant uh, landlord side. So um, that is something we have been very cognizant of, uh, is making sure we understand how we're going to operate this park. And uh, it, we're about 20 days from closing. We'll close the end of this month. So it's exciting. I guess less than 20 if it's the end of this month. We're in February 2019. And uh, one of the big things that we've had to do in this park is it's taken us probably, I mean, start to finish when I, when I first talked to these owners is probably within almost two years. So I will tell you, you aspiring investors that finding deals, number one, is the hard thing. Number two 
it takes a lot a lot of long time to cultivate a lot of these leads with people. Um, a lot of these these deals or listings that you find on mobile home park store or LoopNet really aren't the greatest deals. So if you want to find good deals, you need to cultivate leads. And the way that you do that is by meeting with some of these old, um, not old, older park owners. And so we've been working on this for a long time. This park has some interesting components. We're also acquiring some land with it. And uh, this park has three tiny homes in it, as well as four RVs. And the rest of them are very nice mobile homes that are all owned by the residents. It's a senior park. And uh, located on the Pacific Coast, really excited about it. Um, we feel like this is an excellent long-term hold and only can go up in value. So, um, But what I wanted to talk about was this process of meeting with owners and building relationships. And it's so understated. But more importantly than, than doing any of this direct mail, cold call, looking with brokers. I mean, yeah, you're going to find deals that way. And, and, um, I think the majority of the deals will come by those methods, but I can't under, under emphasis the importance of meeting with owners. And it's what I do. I'm a broker full time as well as an investor, but as a broker, my job is to go meet and, um, meet with owners and help them decide whether or not it makes sense to sell their building. And as an investor, the way that you can build a ton of value is by meeting with owners and approaching it from the standpoint of not as not someone who wants to buy their park, but maybe somebody who wants to learn and ask them questions and meet and buy them a cup of coffee and provide value to them somehow, provide a rent survey. But if you can go out and meet with owners and build these relationships, that's where you're going to turn those relationships into deals over the long run. And guys, this is really a long-term business. This is a long play. This is not, um, you know, let's buy a park and you're going to find the best deal immediately. No, this is this is an investment. What we do is we're investing into the future. We're, we are anticipating hopefully that we'll buy parks that we're talking with people now three or four years from now. And that's what you should be focusing on. A lot of people focus on how can I get the best deal the shortest amount of time. It's probably not going to happen. You may get lucky. You may find that deal very quickly. And it does happen. Okay. Build relationships with brokers send direct mail, cold call. But at the end of the day, you really want to meet with owners. I'll tell you, that's the biggest way to find these deals that you're competing with, right? It's The competition is growing. There's more and more people getting into this space as evidenced by people listening to this podcast. But the way that you separate yourself is by building those relationships, building rapport. And so for this deal that we have in contract, it took us two, you know, year and a half from the first mailer we sent to putting it in contract. Now, initially I didn't, wasn't interested in pursuing the deal. I thought it was a little overpriced, but, um, and that's another good lesson is that some of these things or some of these parks that you initially might think are overpriced, the way that you, you break that barrier down and negotiate with the owners by building rapport and building a relationship. So it all goes back to that. And for us, that's exactly what we did. Uh, this was, this park was put into contract by somebody else. They backed out. We came back to them. We met with them several times. Um, we, we walked the park several times. We told them what our business plan was. We explained who we were as people and what our ideal vision for the park looked like. And it wasn't different from theirs. And so I think as you do that, 
and, and meet owners, you will start to develop relationships that will turn into deals down the road. So how do you do that, right? Well, first off, you need to identify parks that you want to buy. I think that's first and foremost. I don't think it makes sense to meet with owners of, of a park that you would never want to buy. That That's just a waste of time. Um, in some regards, I mean, I think there is some value there. They have friends in this park space. Maybe they can introduce you. But the, the, the main thing is find those parks that you want to buy. And that goes back to the initial one or two shows we did to find your criterion. So if you can define the criteria for the park that you're looking for, then identify those parks that you want to buy, create a, a list, maybe it's 30 parks in your area, and then you're going to go out and try to meet those owners. And, um, you know, you can do a couple ways. One is send them a letter. Um, it's not as active, right? You have to wait for them to send something back or reach back out to you. So it's much more passive, but the best way to do it is to, to reach out by phone. And there's a couple different ways you can reach, you can call them and ask them if they're interested in selling. It's always a good first step, right? Because some people might be, and you don't want to, um, you don't want to not ask. I think it's the people who don't ask, uh, on phone calls are, are wasting opportunities, but maybe that next call, you're going to call them and say, Hey, listen, I know you weren't interested in selling the first time. The reason I'm calling you today was I happened to get some rents on comparable parks. I'd love to sit down with you and go through those with you. Do you have some time next week? Get a meeting, build some rapport, and start to develop that relationship. Okay. And that is the strongest way, best way to find deals in your area. Make it known that you're looking for parks. Make it known that you're trying to build a, a, a portfolio and you want to do what they did, you know? Um, so that's the tip for the day. Hopefully that's helpful. Again, if you have questions, reach out tysoncrossre at gmail.com. You can find me on Facebook. I have a, a, um, a fan page or a, a podcast page. I don't know whatever you call it. Uh, but welcome to uh, love to hear what you guys have to say and, and look forward to doing more of these shows. Take care.